Good evening, Patriots, and it is still February 1st, 2022, and we're back with Fishers. I'll tell you right now, the Canadians are kicking it, but they're going to need our support, and we're going to talk about some of that and kind of what our enemy is trying to do, and we're going to take some deep looks at Scripture on what we have to do. Before we begin tonight, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. We just had Mike Lindell on in the previous hour. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, please do. It is an amazing interview. It's a man who is truly a patriot, a CEO, but honestly, by his own words, God is his CEO. He said it, and he carries Christ in his heart. Patriots, I promote my pillow because I truly understand and appreciate what Mike is and what this represents, and I hope you do too. This isn't just an ad. This is a company that's literally funding this revolution through the selling of pillows and sheets and sleepwear. And you know, that is completely, truly colonial in the nature of how our country began. And that's something to keep in mind. So anything that's promoted here ultimately is all about the target of revenues towards the war. Just understand that. And that's truly how I believe and how we have to fight. Because this is the only way we're going to defeat them. And they are an evil enemy. So check out MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. Incredible savings right now across many, many items. 60% off on sheets, the Giza sheets, which are the best. 50% off on sleepwear. You'll find everything you want there for your home. And it's fantastic. And, and Mike is an incredible CEO, patriot, and man with Christ in his heart. So check it out. Also, TheFoundersBible.com. TheFoundersBible.com. You've met through this show. You've met one of the general editors, Brad Cummings, another patriot, former pastor. Now he's a producer of films and just a great counselor of God. He carries Christ in his heart as much as anybody I know. Thefoundersbible.com is truly a heritage Bible designed for this time. It is an NASB 1995 edition with our many of our founders' documents worked within the scripture so that you experience both God's word and how our founding fathers used the word of God as a living language, scripture as a living language. It's incredible when you look at it that way and it reminds you how we are not a Judeo-Christian country. We are a Christian country with founding fathers that were rooted in their love of Christ. That is what we're fighting through and with. So check it out, thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S for your discount of 20%. Put it in the coupon section and check out. Finally, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com, a coffee designed for our time. It was a coffee designed in part by Dr. Eric Naputi, who you have met on this show. He is another patriot. Christ in his heart fights like crazy for this nation and for his state, Missouri. This coffee was engineered to be a coffee that gives you that boost of energy in the beginning of the day, but it's a healthy coffee that also enhances your immune system. The entire idea around Expedition Coffee and all the other products that are there on ExpeditionCoffee.com, that's X-B-E-D, are designed to strengthen strengthen our immune system and reclaim our health sovereignty. Those include the Gut Health Triad, which will help heal and seal your gut. It helps, which is the number one problem of sickness. We have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. We have... Pure 47, which is a silver extract, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market. It can isolate all the pathogens in your body. 
including the full complement of SARS-CoV bioweapons that have been launched against us. And finally, there's Earth, which is a full-body nutrient supplement. Take it, put it in a powder form, put it in water, mix it like a shake, drink it once a day. It's what your body needs. All of these things work together in an integrated system to help reestablish your health and your immune strength, to give you back your health sovereignty and keep you away from the biomedical tyranny, indoctrination, and, and tyranny camps called hospitals, and separate you from the need for the sorts of things as much as we can, from the biomedical industry. So check it out, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. We're in a very unique war. It's very much an asymmetric war. And it's an asymmetric war, not just on places and geography. That's ancillary. They want people removed. And this is going to get more aggressive as we move along. This group of people that's in charge have only just begun their phases of warfare. And they're literally not playing around. There was a post in Bloomberg today that should pretty much put everything in perspective. And that post is about, it reads this, cutting off sunlight to fight climate change is a risky last-ditch option. But at the rate we're going, it could be necessary. Let's translate that to common tongue. Cutting off the sun is the only way that we'll be able to avoid being put on gallows for the crimes against humanity, which we have conducted from raping children, mutilating children, destroying and killing elderly, maiming a large percentage of the population, using adrenochrome as one of our basis trafficking that we need to keep ourselves alive and well, using drugs to completely destroy whole families while making millions on the back end, pillaging every financial system known and keeping people in slavery and laughing all the way to the bank. That is what they do. This is the enemy we face, and we have to get real about where we are. You're going to hear this tenor from me from going forward. That right now we are in a window of opportunity, which is a massive opportunity for patriots around the world. But we have to come together and we have to encourage each other to come together in order for us to win. And it's this simple. Right now, this trucker action, which by all evidence was originally seeded as an idea by them to blame the shortages on the truckers, is now in our camp to control. But I truly believe they do not think that we can endure this. And what they're already ramping up, you're seeing it tonight, there's a lot of threats from the RCMP to start arresting truckers and confiscating vehicles. The RCMP is backed down, but they don't back down because the RCMP police are puppet stooges of the deep state. Anybody in uniform that is going against this truckers movement, anybody in uniform that is not standing with the people in liberty has forgotten why they are in, why they are in uniform. And as I have said, do not blindly support the blue. It is just not even possible to support them if they're not going to support the people. Always look at things by the person, not by who their title is. If someone says they're a veteran, okay, good, don't care. I don't want to know about that. I want to know about who you are. I'm, I appreciate your service, and I'm speaking as a veteran. I appreciate your service, but I want to know what you really are. So 
Romans 16, 17 to 18. Now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teachings which you learned and turn away from them. For such men are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their appetites and their smooth and flattering speech. They deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. This is where we have to keep our eyes on truth and what's truly in another person's heart. This fight now has a massive opportunity, and what it is is this. If we, the people, come together and we support the truckers and continue to force the supply chains to completely collapse and force the food to not be in in the stores and force the supplies to not get to industry, and if truckers will unite and if people will support the truckers in union, in union with everybody and we put God at the center of this, I will guarantee you this system in six months will be begging for something. But in that six months, it will get violent. They will try to threaten. They will try abuse. They will try arrest. And as long as we stay together as one, as God's children united through the power of Jesus Christ and our foundations of our faith, this system will buckle, but we have to be willing to take th- take that enduring risk and that challenge before us. We have to hold the line, and if we do not, then I'm I'm serious. This viper that we're dealing with will come back ten times stronger and ten times more vicious. Because right now, these little efforts like this, a little rally here or there, is no big deal to them. They smack it down. But when something this significant happens and people around the world are starting to come together, that's why you see posts in Bloomberg basically threatening they're going to somehow cut off the sun. Let them. We'll survive it. Why do I know that we will survive it? Because God is with us. Let them do it. And that's and there will be some challenging times. But you know what? We have God. They don't. And it's that simple. Psalm 121, 5 to 8. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going now and forevermore. It's pretty simple. And that is truly where we have to be. That's Psalm 121, 5 to 8. When we put our trust in Christ and we put our trust in the Lord in a strong and powerful sense, especially in this time of war, we are now gaining the strength that leads us to victory. I cannot stress that enough. Too many people right now are still trying to hope that there's going to be a change in the election, that there's going to be a new president that will make everything better, that somehow we can elect in the same people. I've asked you this before, and I'm challenging you to ask the same question again. Anybody that says they are for the Patriots that has gone through the Dominion system, whether it's DeSantis, Abbott, Louis Gomer, whoever, I want you to answer a question. And they, that you need to ask the question of them. How did they get through Dominion? How did they get through Dominion? Because I'm telling you, if we don't understand the magnitude of the control that the deep state has, we're never going to be free. We can't keep getting teased and deceived by the 
smooth and flattering speech, as is said in Romans 16. We have to keep our eyes clear, our ears open, and we have to keep our heart true to the voice of the Lord. And when we do that, this deception falls away, and we begin to see very clearly. And with that, we also gain an unprecedented strength. One of the greatest strengths that we have, that Canada is demonstrating, that we have seen in pieces around the world, but Canada's doing it in mass, is people are coming together. Here's an example. There was a blockade that the truckers went through up near the Montana checkpoint, Montana-Canadian border. The RCMP made a checkpoint. The truckers pushed through it and kept on going, and the whole convoy moved. Somewhere in there, the RCMP had called for tow truck drivers to come tow the trucks. But it's apparently, every single tow truck company that they called were all unable to respond because they all had COVID. <laughs> That's power. That's when you take their narrative and shove it down their throat and say, see ya, nice to know ya. Patriots, we literally have this opportunity right now to stand up and endure the pain. We're not going to get anywhere. If there's anything that Christ reminds us, that we will be persecuted. But persecution doesn't mean that it ends in us being nailed to the cross. Persecution is the ability to endure with the spirit of Christ living within us, that strength of faith that we stand on, that rock, to know that God is with us and we will persevere through this. That's the most important point. When we focus on the persecution, we forget the resurrection. And that's the glory of this whole thing. What do we have to worry about? We're truly in a place right now where no matter what happens, we win. You're like, oh, we're going to throw you in jail until you're rot. You're like, okay, it'll come be a little bit of a wait, and we kind of suck in the meantime. But you know what? Who cares? Because in the end, I've got life and you don't. See, there's no fear here. And I, I hope that when you, I hope you listened to Mike Lindell tonight, because this is a man that is using his fortunes in every way possible to keep people employed, to fund this revolution that we're having right now for the people, for humanity. He spent $5 million just on servers. He spent $10 million on the audit in two counties in Missouri, and he's been doing that all over the country. He is spending millions and millions of his dollars to keep this process going to establish liberty in this, in this time, in this place. Every one of us has to make that commitment. It's our honor, our sacred duty. It's our lives. It's our fortunes. And when we put all of that on the line together, and we follow that. It doesn't matter whether your fortune is $5 or $5 million. It's the point of the commitment and doing that through our Lord Christ Jesus. And when we do that and we make that commitment and we are not holding back, we quit worrying about all these little things and we start focusing on the main event, what we're doing, our focus, our life, our breath, our steps are all towards one thing, freeing humanity from the enslavement of this deep state. And we're doing it in the name of the Lord. That is truly how we get through this. And so right now we are, in my opinion, and I've talked to others and they agree with me. And I, when I say others, not just like random people, these are people very, very good at strategy that I've consoled with. And I say, and this is my comment, in my opinion, I see that we are in a oper- window of opportunity, that if we seize it, we have an opportunity to truly make a decisive blow and cripple them, or we can falter 
and we will be crippled ourselves because the backlash will be so extreme. This is where we sit right now. And that cusp is this. The truckers will need our support to sustain what they are doing. The truckers will need human shields. That means people there to keep in front of them as the police try to do their job. We have to stand up more and more. And as we continue to push this forward, we have to also be ready that there's going to be massive shortages, that the global products are not going to move, that farm products are not going to get distributed, that there is not going to be a distribution of the food, the, the supplies, the pieces that run the economy. There's no other way through this. Industry is not our friend. Corporations are not our friend. Government is not our friend. Big Pharma is not your friend. The military is an unknown factor. They haven't done anything for the people other than take the vax by command of their command of their or of their leadership. Most of the police have turned their back on the people that we can see because they are not willing to take a stand for the people. They're taking a stand to defend the state. So until we start to see those ranks break and align with the people, it is the people and the people like the truckers coming together and saying, This is the line. We will not we will not bow. We will not bend. We will not budge from this line. We have to hold this line. And this is truly a difficult time. There's going to be difficult choices. But the only way through this is what God has always shown us, and it's fellowship. It's the fellowship that we have between us that will carry us through. And for those that live in that side of the world that believe the government will take care of them for all things, it's going to be a brutal lesson. Let it be brutal. It's time. It's time that the world wakes up and realizes that until we suffer suffering together, we will not come together, nor will we come to the place of the foot of the Lord. It is there at the time when most of the most extreme that people then begin to reawaken to the true nature of who we are and why God is there. Ephesians 5, 6-17, Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of, the, for the fruit of light is found in all the good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But, then any, but, when any, everything, but when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully on how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand that the, what the will of the Lord is. Truly profound words written by Paul over, well over a thousand years ago. And yet it's as if they were written for this day in this moment for such a time as this. Patriots, we are in an incredible moment of time. What we all have to do is turn more deeply to Christ Jesus, to humble ourselves more deeply before the Lord. We have to pray for our enemies, and we have to pray for our brethren. We have to pray for repentance in this nation. 
This nation, the world's nations have turned their back on God. Here's an interesting thing I want you to think about. In the Western cultures right now, about 80% of the Western culture has been inoculated with this bioweapon. These are the Christian cultures of the world, the predominant Christian cultures that we think of in Western democracies. 80% of these populations have been injected with this bioweapon. China has about 7 to 10% of its population injected, at least to what we understand, injected with this bioweapon. Now, I want you to watch this. This is amazing. Now, remember what I said. 80% of what we consider to be Christian Western democracies have accepted, this is a better way of saying it, have accepted the bioweapon in their bodies, in their body temple. Approximately 7 to 10% of the Chinese have accepted this. And we keep being told that the Chinese are all evil. Now watch this. In China right now, there are ongoing 30,000, let me say that number again, 30,000 revivals per day by the Christian movement. Christians in China are the most aggressive and most focused right now of any group on the planet. It is amazing. And their goal in China, the Christian movement in China, I was reading this today, I was stunned by this. Their goal is to dominate all of China, all of Central Asia, and all of South Asia to become Christian nations. This is incredible. 30,000 revivals a day. Now, when you look at this, though, it's humbling because you would expect that this land that was given to us by God, graced by God, the land of the free, truly given a, a, a document, the Declaration of Independence, that gave us our rights, unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness under the throne of God, you would expect that we would be the strongest leading the world. And that's exactly not what's happening. Instead, we're, we're finding that we have become a center of of lost souls would be a nice way of saying it. But I have no intention of sitting by and watching this happen. We have to march forward now aggressively to awaken as many as possible. And this remnant that stands in this country has to get stronger, more bold, more, more vocal, and more present with what we are doing. Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have, been, you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through the faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God 
as a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand and that we should walk in them. We are here in this time and this place for a defined reason. And it is a time now that we must press in more than ever. Part of that pressing in is we are going to have to endure some pain. We are going to have to endure some suffering. There's no way around that. This opportunity window that we have right now with the truckers, it's going to squeeze every person if we do this. If we stand true as we should, in my opinion, and hold fast and hold the line, refuse to participate in their systems, watch the entire corporate network collapse, they'll blame it on the truckers, they'll blame it on us, they'll threaten all sorts of things. We have to hold fast and put our prayers deeply in God. And God will deliver, but we have to put ourselves before him and humble ourselves there. And with that, we have to repent through our relationship through Christ Jesus. These aren't, we hear these, I, you know, I, sometimes I say this and it's like, it's a, it's a mantra that we hear, but it has to really be an effort on each and every one of us to seek that true intimate relationship with Christ, to have those dialogues with Christ. It's not, and it's not a reactive type prayer. Oh Lord, save me from this. Oh Lord, I don't know what to do. I I've made a mistake. That's not where this power rests. This power rests with that dialogue, that conversation with with Christ and through Christ the Father. That dialogue rests with us focusing on having the Lord lead us where he wants us to be. We have to listen to how God needs us deployed. Consider if you are in in a military unit, if you're within a squad, your squad leader at that ground level, is going to direct you. But the squad leader is going to be taking commands from higher up. And there's always latitude to work on the on the battlefield because we're not drones on a battlefield. We're given a direction, and then we rely and trust on the training in which we're given to go and execute perfectly or die. It's that simple. You execute or you die or you come out wounded. So you really have three options. Live boldly, survive wounded, or die miserably. I'm always going to choose to live boldly, always. And when we walk with Christ and we have Christ in our heart, there's nothing more glorious than that victory. Our commander-in-chief, if you will, is God. And we have Christ before us and God at our back. We have to listen. We have to open up that dialogue. We have to let him guide us. And he speaks in so many different ways. We have to learn to hear, and we have to learn to hear through our hearts. Satan has tried to control our minds, deceive us, turn us against each other. And there is a very decisive and very evil splitting that has occurred. We've talked about it for over a year now. This vax is a bifurcation of the worst kind. It has split humanity, not just because of a choice, but also because of a substance that's put within them. But we also know that Christ and the blood of Christ can heal all. It may be out of our reach, but it's not out of God's reach. And the greatest healing that can occur is to save the soul. The body temple may be corrupted, but if we can reclaim those souls and bring them back to the family, bring them back to Father as one, as intended, then we're doing our job and we're fighting our fight ferociously. 
we have to stay focused on where this fight goes because right now before us are going to be all sorts of temptations. Temptations, you're already hearing them talk in Ottawa, for example, saying things like, well, you need to all go home so us government people can make back to work. No, that's exactly wrong. The government people are the problem. They're the corrupted ones, but now they're, being, they're doing what they do best. They may, they're using their lizard tongues to tell lies and to deceive and to give flattering speeches. That is not what we need. We need true systemic change. And that means the system itself, as we know it, must be broken. Literally, in a metaphorical way, the walls of Jericho must fall. And this is where we sit as an opportunity right now to completely collapse those walls. We can do this in a unified effort. I don't know what the status is of the American truckers, and I'm assuming that some listen to this show. And if you do, and if you know, contact us so we can start helping you mobilize and getting people mobilized to support. But we need Americans and American truckers to start doing what Canada is doing on a grand scale. Cities are going to run out of supplies quickly such as life. We've all had opportunity for the last five years to prep and prepare. If you haven't been doing that by now, you apparently haven't been paying attention to anything. And if you are not having some sort of preparations in your house, you're not even being biblical in my opinion. God never asked us to live hand in mouth from a corporate hand, from a corporate offering. We were supposed to tend to our needs. We were supposed to build, grow our, take advantage of our sovereignty through him and trust in him to have that. And yet we've become dependent children, not on him, but on a corporate offering, a corporate welfare system that in itself was another form of a prison. So now it's time for us to step up. And if we have to suffer a bit, we suffer. But here's the glorious thing is it's those that have that foundation on the rock of faith that deep and intimate relationship with Christ Jesus and that relationship through God Almighty, that through that we can endure it all. I mean, they're giving us all the opportunities to succeed here and we're misreading the cards. I just note, I just read today that in Los Angeles, they've now extended, and this cracks me up, they have now extended the, the uh, what do they call it? You cannot evict somebody in Los Angeles for lack of paying of rent until June of 2023. That's a year, over a year from now. So that sounds to me like game on. Everybody out there should take advantage of that and start, if you can't afford your rent, you better be buying food. Because here's the deal. Whatever is coming, we have to collapse their system. It's that simple. It's not about investments. It's not about making money and transitioning Bitcoin because you want to make a whole ton of money right now so you can pack it away for that rainy day. This is about putting everything we have into this fight. This is about our efforts, our lives, our fortunes to stand to, to stand in this time and place, to come together to support one another. And that's the final piece of this. It's the part that brings us to the line of victory. The fellowships that we win and the, the fellowships that we have lead us to the win that we need. The fellowships that we have lead us to the win that we need. Because in those fellowships, we have to look out for each other. And when we make that effort to look out for each other, to make sure each other is doing okay, to start building the communal relationship 
as we should be living, not dependent on the corporate beast, but instead depending on us, our relationship with God, and what we ourselves can bring about through our through our gifts and talents and our means and ways, we have to do this. And as we work together, it is a struggle. It will be difficult because we have become so dependent on a system that it was perfectly engineered to separate us from God, to separate us from the nat- true nature of who we are, and to make us enslaved to it. But now, in this moment, when things are starting to get shaky, we have only one choice, but is to, to charge. When you're surrounded by an enemy, and the enemy thinks you have thinks they have you, the one thing you always should do is to go on the offensive. And right now, the enemy thinks they've got humanity in its clutch. They're arrogant. What they aren't expecting is that humanity can out-endure them, can out-fight them, can outlast them. Even though the enemy thinks it's got all the stockpiles piled up, it has all the tools at its task, what they don't have is they don't have God. And They also don't have that deep and intimate relationship with Christ Jesus. So we are now in a place on the cusp of great victory if we choose to walk the narrow path, to suffer the challenges that are put before us in the name of God, to come together and work that walk together as a fellowship of God's children, of God's created And as we move forward together, we will see victory in the most glorious of ways. But it's going to take us making that decision, and it begins with us on our knees, humbling ourselves before God and strengthening ourselves in our relationship with Christ Jesus. There's no other way here. Because this is not a fight that man can beat against man. These people have accumulated the means to destroy humanity. And quite frankly, if that's what they choose, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Because I've got to tick it out. But I'm not going to quit fighting here. As I've said to you before, and I truly mean this, if God picked up the phone and called me right now and said, Scott, yes, God, Jesus is going to be there in one hour. I'd be like, okay, God. I'll be there in 59 minutes and 45 seconds because I need all that time to work because you have tasked me here on this earth to do great things and whatever I can do within the gifts and talents that you've given me. That's how we have to have our mindset. And we have to commit ourselves completely in this fight to the victory in the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this opportunity that has opened up before us. And we know, Lord, that what stands before us is a massive fight. It's the beginning of one of the of what will likely be known as one of the great battles of our time. And so we ask now, Lord, for the strength of the many that are out here watching, wondering, pondering to have that boldness in their spirit awaken, to have them stand up and unite across our nation, to unite with Canada, to unite with other countries and other members of, the, of your family and your children across this globe. Lord, we fully accept that the challenges ahead will be, will be many. 
but our trust in you is unwavering. And we will accept those challenges to defeat this enemy, to stand boldly, to not waver, to not bend, knowing that they will use all the tools possible to deceive, to, de- to, to deflect, to pull us off that path, that difficult and narrow path of victory. Give us the strength, O oh Lord, to, to walk this path together, to build our fellowships into greater strength and depth that we've ever imagined to stand in this moment together, united. We're divided, Lord, in deep ways, divided by this, this principle of injection and philosophy and belief. But Lord, now we just pray that so many can start to see and feel that glory and that light of Christ Jesus. And as they do, no matter what decisions they've, they've made, to humble themselves before Christ, to humble themselves before you, O Lord, to ask forgiveness for their sins. Let us all ask forgiveness for our sins. Let us as a nation ask forgiveness for our sins. Let us as a world ask forgiveness for our sins. And let us boldly push forward with the might and glory that only you can bring. And let all of your children come home together as we walk together in one body to crush this evil, to proclaim our right as in Luke ten nineteen, Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. Let us proclaim that, Lord. And let us remember John fourteen twelve. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. So, Lord, in this moment, in this time, in this place. Hear our call, hear our prayers. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Such an amazing moment in time, and who would have ever thought when we were each born that we would be here in this moment, and yet here we are. This is a glorious moment for all of us, and It doesn't matter how it ends here because we all know how it ends. It's life. So dig in deep, patriots, harder than ever in your relationship with Christ. Dig deep. Pray. Talk to Christ. Bring him into your day. Build that intimate and trusting, deep relationship. Be the crazy one that walks in the garden and talks to Christ. (laughs) That dude right over there, he's a Jesus freak. And raise your hand proudly and say, yes, I am. Because right now in this time, in this place, there's no greater thing to be than to be in love with our King and Savior. That intimate relationship that only those who know understand, but everyone should pursue. Christ is King. God is watching over us. Victory is before us. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. This is a glorious time in our prayers. And our prayers are what bring us to that rock of faith and that deep relationship with God. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. The question is, Will we all be there with him? 
That's not a frivolous statement. We have a fight to do and we have work to do on the ground. It's not just a thing to sit on the couch and say, God's got this. This is an active war. We were dropped behind enemy lines and now we have to occupy the land and secure and expand the kingdom. Let us be victorious. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow night for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now.
Thank、you.